listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie every Friday here at 1150 AM KKNW. I'll be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities that are guaranteed to lift your spirits. Well, uh, that song is called Shine. It is by my friends. It's The band is called Cool Water. They were in the studio probably a couple years ago playing that live. And I'm highlighting musicians each week that I adore and love and invite you guys to go to their website, coolwaters.com, cool water, and check out what they have um, coming up, maybe online, or check out um, their album and, and purchase it through, uh, for the holiday season. That's Brooke Pennock and Wendy McDowell. Beautiful, lovely ladies that I've booked for many, many uh, shows, and uh, I miss them. So that song is called Shine. I will play that song at the end of the show. And today joining me are two amazing human beings. I guess they're essential workers, <laughs> that's for darn sure. And they're children's authors, and I just am so uh, blessed to have met them and have them on my show. And as some of you know, I read a children's book. I mean, I wrote a children's book, and now I'm doing children's authors, and I, I forgot that I actually wrote my own book. But it's a coloring book, and it brings up the topic of, of death and passing over and how my grandmother lost her baby, and in a dream an angel came to her and presented the baby and in her thoughts, told her that her baby was in um, in heaven, in, in light. And that's what we uh, think of now. I think that we're all light beings and we live forever. That's my take on this. And I wrote the book, and at the back of the book it says, Perhaps they are not really stars in the sky. Perhaps they are openings in the heavens where our loved ones shine down to let us know they are happy. So when I look up and I see stars, I just think about the people I love who have crossed over and uh, I know they, they can come through in dreams and metaphors. And um, joining me this morning is Maggie Grinnell. Good morning, Maggie. Morning. Morning. <laughs> well, you actually wrote a book about a topic yes. that a lot of people don't want to talk about. Tell the listeners about your book. Um, yes, it's about a little girl. And she loses her dad in a plane crash on her birthday. Um, and she doesn't have anyone to express her grief to, so she decides to stop speaking. Um, she encounters this pink caterpillar in the backyard where she's having an imaginary picnic with her dad. Um, and the caterpillar allows her to speak and say her emotions. Um, but I'm not going to give away yeah, the rest yeah, of yeah. the book. 
that something happens with the caterpillar that changes her and opens her up more. And so she can finally tell her mom that she loves her. Mm -hmm. um, this came from my dad dying. Um, I stopped writing when he died. Um, so it was two years before I got the inspiration to write again, because uh, he taught me how to write. And, and I just didn't want to write anymore. And I thought, what happens if a little girl experienced this? And how would she grieve if she had no one to tell? Do you, so that's yeah. my inspiration behind the book. So do you feel like that little girl was you? You know how you, you write yes. from your heart? In fact, if you look at the cover of the book, her hair was what my hair looked like back then. And her feet kind of turned in. And I was pigeon-toed at that age. <laughs> and, and I didn't tell the illustrator to draw that. Mm -hmm. They just drew it. Um how I described the girl. So it's like, and we were talking about writing and, and how we're, you and I are ch like children anyways. <laughs> and, it, and it's <laughs> writing is, is therapy for us. And it's, I, mm -hmm. I just, I love the story, story because I, we won't talk about the ending, but I do believe um, in metaphors. I believe that they can come through sometimes through music and, and um, winks. I call it winks from the universe just to on a bad day, maybe get through to you and, and help you keep going, you know, here on earth. What's your take on, um, well, first of all, you work at uh, an ER in a hospital. I I do. And you've been doing it the whole time? I do, 14 years. Wow. And so, I worked part last night, so I'm hoping I look awake <laughs> right now. You do look a little <laughs> awake. And and I call it the trenches. I worked at the grocery store, and, you know, I, I, I in the midst of this, we, we got to see humans, real humans, not from a mm -hmm. computer, but we were in the, I call it in the trenches. And I think that makes us, uh, gosh, our, our the richness that we have being with human beings all day long is yes. is, is is good storytelling. I mean, it's a good way to, to come up with some more writing, too. Oh, I, I have journals. I have journals. I've been there 14 years. So anytime we have something interesting, I write it down. Can you tell me one of those stories? Or some something, um. that, something, 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 uh. because it's after Thanksgiving, and I, I know it's really a good time to, to count our blessings and see what mm -hmm. we have working for us. Is is there anything shiny that happened? There was one gentleman that came in, and uh, I did not, not know it, but he was actually dying, and um, he was dying from face cancer. So part of his lip was taken off, and we were trying to be very positive with him and we did everything we can to make him comfortable. Um, he eventually did pass, uh, but it was about a year later because we had to send him somewhere to get some care for the rest of his life, for the ending of his life. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, we were trying to comfort him and his wife at that time. And, and I found out a year later from his wife that he passed. And that's so, really what uh, you're- But he was, he was um, I've told very, um, comforted by us and how we treated him so that makes me feel good yeah and and then too and that's what your book is it's it's comforting mm -hmm. you know at first I, I it is when someone brings up someone's crossed over the first thing people think is it's too sad to talk about or it's not we shouldn't talk about no. it and now more than ever I think we really need to bring it up up, up and, and talk with our children that you know we no one lives forever in fact some of my younger friends are passing away and not from a virus you know it's it's just, it's all around us and it, it is part of life. Death is part of life. You know, that's why we mm -hmm. have our hospice workers to help people, you know, transition to the other side. But your, your book is, it's so sweet. It's so 
to the point, and, and it goes there, you know, where some people just don't want to. In fact, when I was writing the book, I was told by, I would say, non-writers, because writers, they just really want to get the message out. And I was told by my non-writing friends, this is never, ever going to make a difference, because nobody wants to read a book about a child that's grieving. Um, and so when I went to a school classroom and spoke to kids about grieving, um, I think they were third graders at that time. And um, I asked them to raise their hands if they knew anyone that passed and everybody raised their hand. And um, I said, let's talk about it. And it was very interesting to hear all their comments. Wow. And, and I was um, basically... I wrote the book because spirit told me to. My grandma had passed and she had 12 children. So oh. I wanted to tell the story before someone else in the family passed away. And I, I did it, but then I started telling the story to children. And then they weren't afraid of death anymore. Like I used to be afraid to close my eyes at night. I mean, I was so afraid of dying. And then my son went through a stage at 13 and he was afraid all of us were going to die, you know? And so we started just talking about it, what we think. And then it was just so sweet to dedicate the, the, the storybook to three uh, young ladies who'd lost their grandparents. Um, and now they're over 24, whatever, you know, they're older and everything, <laughs> but just to, to, to bring in that uh, conversation. And then I had a conversation um, at my house with a group of people who had lost um, their uh, rel a relative or so. And then uh, one of the people that were just brought the kids by and dropped them off, he started telling his story and he started crying and it was just so lovely to have a conversation he never had talked about his mom crossing over. So in a group of kids, it was really touching. So I, I thank you for writing this book. Oh, and tell oh, the name, you. what's the name of the book? Isabella and Penelope. And how can they get mm -hmm. the book? They can go on amazon.com or they can actually go to my website, which is www.maggiegrinnell.com. And I can personalize the book for them. Yay. And then we were talking about writing. So how do you get your inspiration and why do you write children's books? It just came to me because I used to write suspense stories. I wanted to be the next Mary Higgins Clark. Um, I love not knowing what's coming around the corner and just being surprised. And then I start to uh, just one day pick up an old story that I wrote and um, it was and I'm like, well, if it was a child's point of view. And then that's when I started to write children's stories. Um, and it's the inner child in me. And uh, right now I'm writing uh, like a Nancy Drew book. And I just, I love the mystery of the world and just to see what's out there. And I'm inspired by my dreams that I have and just everything around me. And I just pick it up and write it down. I love that. So you'll have a dream and then it'll give you a story mm -hmm. and then you write it down. Yeah. As strange as, as the dream will be, I will still write it down. And how many stories do you think you have inside you right now? Uh, five. <laughs> five? Yeah. And with the process, how do you find the right uh, illustrator? How, how do you go about doing that? Um, I, for my three books that I have out right now, um, each one has a different illustrator because I was going through two different publishers at that time. 
Um, one was owned by uh, a man and a woman when they were married, so they got divorced and sold the company. So I had to go to another publisher. Um, so I don't. I think I just have them draw what my vision would be, and then see what that looks like, and see if they get my vision of what I want the book to look like, and then I decide if I want that illustrator. And when's the first time you wrote a book? Wow, I think I was probably back in college and that was the second year of college and I put it away for 10 years wow. uh, because I didn't think it was any good and then I just pulled it out one day and I wrote it and it was my first book that was published isn't that funny because I started... and I, I just rewrote it and I thought here we go and you changed enough where you had more confidence is that how it because I was afraid too I still am afraid yes <laughs> if you okay so you like, okay, I wrote some songs and, and then you don't want other people to hear it. And, and so 10 years goes by mm -hmm. and then you, you bring the book out. Now it's easy, mm -hmm. right? Is it easier now to just keep writing and, and not caring what people think? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. My ideas are when I say I have this story and this is what this is about. And they're, they're like, no one's going to read that. No one's going to read it. And I'm like, I'm still going to write it. I'm still going to write it and just... Yeah. Naysayers. Boo. <laughs> but you know, I don't listen to them anymore. I used to. I used to in the past. I used to just keep the writing for myself. And then I thought, let me just show it to someone, see what they think. And they liked it. And I said, okay, I'm just going to keep on going. And my mom is just astonished by my imagination and uh, wishes I wouldn't have as many dreams. <laughs> yeah, because of all the stories I come up with. Well, so. and I work with the chakras, and the higher chakras are your inspiration, imagination, and creativity. And so mm -hmm. I, I, I can see that's what you have going on. And then we have to physically <laughs> put it on paper, you know, type it up, give it to a, mm -hmm. a publicist, and and do all that stuff. But it's like your baby; you're 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 birthing your ideas all the time. And oh that's yes, the chakras. So and and yes, I was a. Uh, uh, I went on your Facebook page and I noticed that you, you and I had the same taste in music. <laughs> you probably had big hair at one time. <laughs> Sunset strip. <laughs> but Oh yeah. We were, now those are stories. <laughs> yeah. And I think, you know, we weren't sitting at home, uh, not participating in life. So we do have a lot of things to talk about and things to say. Mm -hmm. So Absolutely. Sunset strip and, uh, Motley Crue. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know what band it was. <laughs> One of those. But yeah, when we were talking about your mom and how how do we get through these 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 days and the holidays and and how can we help our family? And you were talking about Hallmark movies, and I just thought, mm -hmm. it was, what a good uh, memory for me. So I haven't had television for eight eight nine years, but yeah, good movies with with good messages, just like your book. Mm -hmm. And so that's what you've been doing with your mom. Yes, yes, because she hasn't been out of the house since March. Um, she turned 90 in July, and she is one that's very spirited. She'll have a glass of red wine at dinner, and she knits baby blankets uh, for kids that um, live in shelters. So she will knit blankets for them at 90. She still is going. 
and her she loves Christmas. So we decorate the house completely as Christmas and my sister doesn't like it. So she'll run out of the room, but <laughs> we'll sit there and we'll have some hot cocoa and watch Hallmark Christmas movies. And that is just something that ties her and I together. And that's that's beautiful. And because you do have a demanding job, you are in the trenches, you are essential and we need you. When you get home, it's important that you keep writing. It's important that you do something creative and, and lift your spirits because you have to be refueled. Yes. Yes, I try. I try to do that. and uh, But I think I try to do it after work, but now I try to do it on my days off, um, which is better because I have the clear head. <laughs> yeah, with what's yeah. going on. It's... I have to have that. I have to forget about work and just put my head in that um, zone. Mm -hmm. And I always say that the gift is the present moment. So that's really healthy that you're taking that time to write, to let work mm -hmm. go, knowing that there's nothing you can do about it while you're at your house trying to refuel anyways. And I just think writing is such a good way to keep our upper chakras, which is that inspiration, creativity, imagination. So we need to continue writing for ourselves as much as the books come out and they're, they're lovely. It's just right now to keep that part of yourself, um, lifting your spirits is what I call it, you know, mm -hmm. is really important. So I just, I'm so blessed that I, I, I we had that chat the other day and I think oh. that's what I'm loving right now is the, the fact I am doing my show again. I get to pre-interview people I don't know and I get to uh, ask questions and get to know people on a, a level that, I, you know, I think that's why I love doing the show. I get to meet new people and right now I'm asking everyone to either call someone they haven't talked to in years or, you know, go on Facebook and if somebody's doing something amazing, ask if they want to have a conversation. You know, I'm just starting to do Zoom. So I've asked all my friends to come out that I haven't seen for years to just spend an hour with me. And it is really important that we keep reaching out, communicating and talking with one another. So that isolation can really, um, you know, we know that for our seniors, they really do need that visit. That art of visiting is what I'm calling it. <laughs> so I love the fact that you spend time with your mom doing something, you know, oh, quality. I do too. It's beautiful. And and I used to be the Grinch. I can with the big open heart <laughs> chakra. Every year I would dress as the Grinch. And it was at the end of the movie where his heart grows three sizes too big. And I'd run through the streets with kisses and hugs, candy. And I would have so much fun having older people, you know, hug me and uh, little kids Aww. not be afraid of me, but uh, yeah, just be more childlike, and that's what I can see inside you is that you have that mm -hmm. that that shine that again, like the song. We, we it's so amazing, and it makes me happy to think that when people walk into ER, you're there to greet them. I'm thanking you. <laughs> oh, thank you. And I, if I can help you keep your spirits high anytime you need to have a chat, you call me. Okay, that would be awesome. okay. I'll take you up on that. Cool, and then we could go to a heavy metal concert when this is all over. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know. That's true. Yeah. So, and in the process of writing a book, uh, where do you get to the point where you know it's finished and it's ready to go? How do you know? When I no longer rewrite the ending. Okay. When, in fact, when I first start my book, I think of the beginning and the end. And if I can stick to that ending after a rewrite and rewrite and it still stays with me, then I know it's done. Wow, because I've been writing songs. And so that's, yeah, I always get the intro and then I wanted to tell a story just like we do mm -hmm. a little kid's book. But yeah, sometimes when I'm done, I'm thinking, oh, I could have done it differently. But uh, I'm just, the process is so good for our, our minds. It's so good for our brains. But 
Yeah, I think I like the fact that you have dreams, so it comes through from maybe a higher place, even inspired. Could be. <laughs> yep. So the, <laughs> the pro it's it's the process, and so again, I, I encourage uh, parents to read to their children and and be engaged and tell the stories and have the the conversation, you know, after the book. And I did read um, the, our next author's. He gave me. A book. I love it because I keep reading these books to my grandkids and getting feedback from a 10-year-old and a 4-year-old. <laughs> so Aww. I'm like, I really wanted to have them on the show with me today and, and join in because of you know, <laughs> the stories. But of course, they can't come in. So one of these days, you know, I'm going to have I'm going to have my kids, my grandkids actually um, uh, be a testimonial for for the books. <laughs> That's Aww. what I'm hoping. One's uh, Emma's four <laughs> and Ethan's 10. And I think it would be so much fun. Um, but yeah. I I just uh, really loved the the book, but you have a lot of books. What, name a few more books. I do. I have actually two more books, and then I have two books of poetry as well. And the names of them? Um, the first book is the Ketchup Bottle and the Takeover. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a ketchup bottle with an ego and doesn't care who's in the refrigerator. He wants it all to himself. And then he goes missing when there's a family picnic. So he realizes what's important. Oh. Uh, that's the first book. And the second book was Isabel and Penelope. Mm -hmm. And the third book is David and Rusty's Pirate Adventure. And it's about a boy and his only friend who is a pirate teddy bear. And they crawl through this secret door through a closet and they arrive on the pirate ship. And one of them comes home. The other one doesn't. You just don't know who it is. And what I like about that book is it came from a childhood memory. Uh, and and you, again, I think both mo the books, like your dad <laughs> passing too, like the books are you, you know, maybe a, a certain part in your life. And so I had Anthony Mann yeah. on and, and his book, after we started talking, I said, you know that that's you. You're talking about yourself in the book. And he's like, you're right. That is me. And he's trying to find a spirituality. And so the serpent kind of represents that and his journey. So I just I love the fact that uh, your pirate book kind of came from when you were you got punished a little bit. You had to go to this room <laughs> and then your imagination took over and mm -hmm. you and that's how I got through life. It was sitting in my room. I, I got in trouble a lot. And then I basically would have my imagination <laughs> to keep me, you know, occupied. So that's how we, we uh, that's how we keep those chakras tuned up. So. You know, if something mm -hmm. um, isn't really working out for us and we focus on that, it doesn't get us anywhere. So we're going to have to lift our spirits and think of, you know, creativity right. and imagination and the things that will um, get us through. But one more time, give uh, the listeners, uh, how, how could they get your books? Um, they can go on Amazon.com under Maggie Grinnell, which is last name is G-R-I-N-N-E-L-L. -L, or they can go to my website and I can personalize each book. Um, it's www.maggiegrinnell.com. And always go there first. And you have a Facebook page? I do. I do. And it's also under Maggie Grinnell. And that's my favorite thing to do is I just like people's pages. And then oh. they, they, they come through. And then I only like good stuff. I never click on the bad stuff. And that's when I kind of feel like it's cleaning out my closet because I only mm -hmm. have things that lift my spirits and it reminds me too of people. And it's a, it's a, a, Facebook can be used for very good things and it's to connect us mm -hmm. and uh, meet people we've um, probably never would have seen in our, our grocery stores or in our neighborhoods. So I feel pretty yeah. blessed right now. 
And um, I just want to thank you for being on the show. And thank you. And hopefully we we stay connected and we can do a, a art of visiting again. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Are you feeling blocked? Are you frustrated or confused? If so, take some time to stop and step off the treadmill so you can receive the guidance and the support you need to take your life in a new direction. A client of mine called me a personal trainer for the body, the mind, and the spirit, and she added, Dina Marie does not heal you. She gives you the tools you need to heal yourself. If you're ready for a change, I'm here for you. In person, our phone sessions are available by appointment. Visit dina-marie.com to connect with me today. Need a day away? Indulge yourself in a sanctuary of rest at the Seaside Spa and Salon, located in historic waterfront Coopville on beautiful Whidbey Island. Seaside Spa and Salon specializes in organic spa treatments. Their goal is to create a place for you to regain balance and to uplift your spirits. Check out their website for information on spa packages and gift certificates. Visit SeasideSpaAndSalon.com or like them on Facebook to plan your day away today. Tired of pain relievers that do not work? At Resonant Botanicals, they believe in natural solutions, in relieving pain and anxiety. They make handcrafted hemp oil lotions and creams that relieve pain, calm the mind, relax the body, and induce a restful night's sleep naturally. Resonant Botanicals is a family-owned business with a passion for using the best plant-derived organic ingredients. You can buy with confidence with their 100% money-back guarantee. To see all that they have to offer, visit ResonantBotanicals.com today. Lift your spirits with us every Friday at 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. on 1150 a.m. KKNW Seattle. We will be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities are guaranteed to lift your spirits. Miss a show? No worries. You can visit 1150kknw.com and click on our archive page or like Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie on Facebook for upcoming guests and events. To contact me, Dina Marie, visit dina-marie.com. Thank you so much for listening. Make us part of your daily routine. Alternative Talk, 1150. Welcome back. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. And that is Cool Water and the song is Shine. And we'll end the show with that song. Hope it lifts your spirits. And joining me this morning is Markazak Mago. And he yeah. is, where are you at right now? I'm in Germany right now. And the time is um, 7.30 p.m. Okay. So yeah. basically we are with the the zoom and all that the technology we have it's really nice that i can have people from across the world be on the show and i can see your smiling face you can't see mine because we're having some issues but it's really nice and the other day we did a facetime yes. and, and again i'm going to talk about the art of visiting and how 
when I get off the phone or the FaceTime, all that, I just feel so good and so alive to be conversing with people, not through email or texting, but just to actually put a face and, and have a heart-to-heart conversation. is That's the gift. If you want to give a gift this holiday, that's a good gift to give, don't you think? Yes, I totally agree. You know, um, with this um, heart-to-heart conversation with you know, deep, impactful meaning that, you know, would um, shape some of the um, listeners' views. That would be, you know, awesome. Amazing. (laughs) And you wrote the book, My Super Grandma. And so you know I love your book. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you. (laughs) let the listeners know what inspired you to write this book. So I write uh, My Super Grandma because... um, um, I love my grandma. I'm a nurse. Uh, I'm working as a nurse. I uh, previously worked in nursing home. So I uh, worked to a lot of grandmas. And when I was um, vacationing back in Calgary, Canada, uh, my Auntie Ida told me um, stories about my grandma, uh, what she uh, did back in the past. and. She helped a lot of uh, people. She was, you know, loved by so many people and truly lived her life to the fullest, you know? And yeah, I was just amazed by um, by her, my mom, my grandma's um, story. And it gave me sense of purpose. Like I have to, you know, um, share that to the world and yeah. And it was kind of like my book. I didn't know how I was going to do the illustration. And I was volunteering at a visitor mm-hmm. information center, center with seniors. And he was an artist. And so I asked him to do the angel pictures. And mm-hmm. he did. And it was like you kind of had the same uh, synchronicities or, or that illustrator just came along. So you knew mm-hmm. it was a good good fit. Um, so my illustrator, I found her in Instagram because, you know, uh, I have all already my story, you know, and the next uh, um, step is finding an illustrator. So just, you know, write or type in an Instagram children illustrator. And then I found Arwa Salame. And when I found her work, it's just, you know, uh, it captures the essence of my story. Her, her work is really fits to my vision of my book. So I contacted her and then, um, and then fortunately she's not uh, busy at that moment. And I told my ideas of my story and then she, she, she fell in love with my story. And then, yeah, told her that uh, this like a story of my grandma and to all the grandmas all over the world. And, and yeah, (laughs) that's it. And the beauty is I get I get to read it to my grandkids and I mm. keep forgetting I'm a grandma. <laughs> so I'm that grandma, right? That I forgot because they call me Dina because they have an older, older grandma. Is that, you know, a great grandma. So I'm like great. Dina. Now they're kind of call me Grandma Dina. But at first I was always like Dina, 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 Dina. And then when I started it, I thought the first part of the book reminds me of my grandmother because she was always feeding us. It didn't matter what time of day. She always wanted to give us food. So when I'm reading the book, I'm going through like, some some of my grandma's stuff, either my my grandmother, right, and my memories. But then as I get you know through it, I super grandma. <laughs> then I start thinking about me being a grandma, and 
I was telling you how I quit giving gifts and I just started, you know, years ago giving the gift of experiences. And so last year when Ethan turned nine or whatever, he's like, well, where's my gift? And I said, you know, Ethan, I don't have television. I don't, I, there's certain things grandma, this grandma doesn't do, right? But I give you the mm -hmm. gift of experiences. And that one experience I, we just had was me taking him to the beach, showing him whales, him and his friend. We uh, did, did, oh God, hours of building um, logs, you know, forts and such. And then we went and had ice cream. And then they spent the night and played mm -hmm. checkers and chess and Minecraft and you know, and that was, you know, him having a whole day with his friend and doing things he never did before. So that's, I feel that's the super grandma in me is to, to teach him about us hanging out, like playing basketball. We just played basketball last week or soccer. And I think that's just so much more important, like the visiting, right, with our grandma. Exactly. And because um, representation is really important, you know, they lead us by example, and by promoting healthy values and good qualities, which play, you know, a crucial role for our development as a child, um, it um, strengthens their um, personality, you know, by influencing a decent role model. You know, grandmothers are helping young ones develop in a proper behavior. And also, like, grandmothers, they, they have flaws, but still they can teach children to grow, learn, and become a better version of themselves. Mm -hmm. And then too, the older generation, they, they used to volunteer a lot, you know, and, and we're kind of, we're not doing that as much as we should anymore is, you know, giving our time to something an hour a week. And I think that's what, you know, even your book, she helps people in need, but that's what I loved working with the Visitor Information mm -hmm. Center is the seniors still volunteer they still you know felt part of their community and and the, the book is you're how old 30 how old are you um what me yes i'm 32 years old <laughs> yeah and you're coming from a, a very wise perspective you know um you're coming from a older person's perspective when i when i read the book and, and i just mm -hmm. i really i really enjoyed it the, the pictures are beautiful obviously but there's a, oh. a few um few messages in the book that I like and it, and it feels like the book I'll just can I just I'm gonna read a few it says life is short sure. live your dreams sure. take risks enjoy the journey man what a hit the book home for me yeah yeah I, I've always um you know practiced that kind of mantra you know I mean it's it's easy to say but you know but it's hard to do because in reality, um, you know, just want to say for full disclosure, I'm not, you know, I didn't master everything I say, but I sincerely <laughs> practicing, you know, to be a good example. I'm not trying to be a perfect example, but, you know, showing them that you really, you know, tried um, your, they say, practice what you preach, right? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it, it just stopped that kind of um, philosophy. Well, and I won't give the book away, but it's one of the books that, again, like Anthony Manna's book uh, or Maggie's book, adults can get so much out of it. I That's what I'm finding when I'm reading these children's books, that they, it's the adults reading it that might be getting sometimes more than the children. <laughs> that's what I'm feeling. Because mm -hmm. deep down inside, we're all, we're all children. We have our inner children, yeah. and we need yeah. to express that. That's through our writing our books. But it's also a nice therapy, you know. It, I think also when you're done with a book or you're, you've written a song and you literally see it, 
it's magical. It's like something tangible that got out of your head. You're not thinking about anymore. It's actually there for everyone to see. There is a wow factor in it. You know, it's just so um, fascinating to me because even at a really young age, my dad telling us bedtime stories, I've always just been amazed of storytelling infused with real life events. You know, I was kind of immersed in Marvel comics anime from a young age, but right about age 16, 17, I started to write my own fictional stories, but that's only my free time, not really, you know, passionate about it. But uh, yeah, fast forward to, you know, college, I got really heavily into arts, music, uh, photography. At a pretty young age, I started um, co-founded an organization called the Ink Society. So I found my pack over my community. I love the camaraderie of my organization. Sometimes we engage in deep um, philosophical discussion. So, um, and then um, there are people, you know, point me in the right direction. My auntie Sabine, who is living in Arizona, she doesn't have kids. She was the one who financially supported my education to become a nurse. And Carl, I call him CA, the founder of the Ink Society, is like my mentor, a brother to another mother. And he is re um, facilitating the relief operation of our organization right now in the Philippines. Um, my mom, yeah, my grandma, my aunts and uncles, and basically all the people I met in my workplace and in my travels. Um, yeah, even to this day, I always feel this thing like, wow, like amazing. I'm immensely grateful for it. And I want to thank um, Jonathan, my publicist. He gave me an opportunity to introduce me to amazing people just like you. Um, I realized that I didn't, if I didn't do this, uh, if I didn't um, uh, create my book, if I didn't take this opportunity, it was going to be the most foolish thing ever. <laughs> I just love listening to you. <laughs> you know, it's, um, again, yes, Jonathan has put together an, an amazing group of people. I get to, to meet all of you, and I, I bring you back in, watch you on Facebook, and I just learned about your, is it a nonprofit, or what is this, the Inc.? It's a nonprofit. Like, I started my organization back in 2008 when I was a student. And right now, as you, you're speaking, you have all the um, ingredients for success as a human being. The art and, and the music and and then working um, something bigger than yourself. Those are the things that, that bring more meaning. And, and when we're here think, thinking about Thanksgiving and all that, every mm -hmm. day being grateful, being grateful for what we have, right? But also setting our intentions to to express yourself, to be in a community where you, you do good for other people. I mean, that's what the holy days, holidays are all about, is about being more human, I think. How about you? Exactly. Totally agree with that. And that's how, um, that's the secret ingredients actually to uh, write or create an art, like you write a song. So you, you observe um, your surroundings and because of that experience, um, your creative um, ideas work just like magic. And, and then when you see the result, it's kind of like priceless. And it's a good feeling, you know, um, having um, those um, making difference to people. And I think that's the, the ultimate goal. 
and it was beautiful because I I try to get a half hour walk in because it's really cold sometimes and rainy here. And then I clicked on your um, Facebook Messenger, and, and it was you singing song with your friend. Or- <laughs> yeah, her name is Zeki. Yeah. Oh man, and what's the song? Close to you. <laughs> <laughs> the carpenters. The carpenters. Yeah, and yeah. so I'm I'm walking down the road, and I love angels, and I love birds, and and I'm listening to birds, and you're singing the song, and it was it was okay. It's as simple as you sending me something that would brighten my day, and yeah. me clicking on it it's a perfect moment where the the sky turned blue and i could get outside for a half hour and walk and then and then i I work at a place with three guys and they're just amazing but we're all humming that song all day because i couldn't get it out of my head and he's a singer so he was singing and normally he doesn't because of what's going on it's you know kind of weird we can't sing and stuff but you you lifted not only my spirits but the rest of the day everybody else (laughs) so yeah it's like um what's the giving positive energies to to um whole different um countries or you know and it's amazing the technology is really you know amazing right now we should take advantage of it and use it wisely for good things exactly and my books i have two books one's or's angel with which is the angel coming to my grandma telling her her babies in starlight and then I have another one's called Our Energy Matters. And that's what I teach is like you have those, like both you and Maggie, your upper chakras are intact. So you still have that creativity and you look up and you see possibilities and then you act on it and you physically do it. And, you know, like you said, what a missed opportunity if you hadn't hadn't written this book. You and I would not be talking. Yeah, it's it magical. is. So um, because of this idea, you have to, you know, fight for it. Like if ever since when I was uh, a boy, like I really want, I am finding my purpose. Like what's my purpose in this earth? Like, um, and you have, I have this vision, like I want to make a difference. And um, writing this book, I hope would, you know, shape the um, views of the children's or you know adults reading my book and that will be you know amazing it's like you're reminding us of things we may for, for, have forgotten and I think too the energy between the two of you as people are ill and, and you are around people that aren't feeling good and your energy because it's expanded it's bigger than you know if someone's depressed and watching television all the time and not volunteering then that energy affects the hospital. So I can imagine both of you, you know, really making a difference in the work you do all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like um, working now in a pandemic situation, it, yeah, it's kind of like scary at the same time, but um, it's also very humbling. Like um, we are an essential worker and we have to stay positive because uh, eventually we get used to it and life goes on regardless. Mm-hmm. And you smiled when you said that. <laughs> I can see that, you know, and it's, it's being a trooper. And I, I did the grocery store uh, April, May, June, July. Mm-hmm. And I think it saved my life because everyone's like, you're, you know, good for you because you're, you know, it's a really dangerous thing. I needed to talk to people. And at that point, nobody knew it was going to, to last this long or anything. But I spent a month by myself and I miss, I, there was days I, for, I started going a little bit crazy because I forgot what days they were. And then I felt so sad 
that I actually pondered, you know, if I died, it's not, not a big deal. I've had a great life. Well, that's not me, you know. And just going to the grocery store and with a mask, even talking to little kids as they come through and you can't see their faces, um, mm-hmm. it lifted my spirit. So, you know, and, and then, of course, I'm not doing that anymore. And I'm back to doing the show. And things did open up a little bit here. And now we're back down to being closed. But it was nice to... Uh, get out there and do some radio shows uh, with some of the people on my beautiful island. Um, so I think I have enough energy for the winter now. <laughs> but yeah, that, yeah. that first, uh, gosh, you know, and, and, and I really want people to focus on elderly people. If you know you can't visit them, please reach out to them with your voice over a phone call. That's what they, they need right now. And, you know, that's what this, I love too, that my grandmother, not only both of my grandmothers, they're passed away, but they were both my mentors. One taught me how to cook. One was a farmer, you know, they, they grew food. And it was those, those conversations when it was just her and I, as I got older, that still to this day, I, I'm, I'm them. I'm a piece of them because I spent time with older people that are so wise, right? They know exactly. more than we do. <laughs> yeah, because they have all already experienced um hard um situation in life also and um through that situation and it's just like um they're like a walking wikipedia so to speak <laughs> very very <laughs> because good they're done experiencing our um uh, what we are experiencing right now and they just you know sharing what you know what they have learned I'm going to steal that walking Wikipedia that is, you just, you make that up or just is that, but that's true. And, and, and Ethan, like, Oh, I love it. When he asks me questions, he's 10. Right. And now four, she's four. And just when they start asking questions and the holidays are different and new to, to me again, because of them. So as we're yeah. with children, they ignite us, you know, we teach them the more I spend time. I'm Today, I'll be with them again. I have to be with my grandkids. I'm kind of a caretaker for them anyways because their father's gone. Um, but it's it's really important to uh, be the mentor to, to the grandchildren while the parents are struggling. They're so full-time teachers on top of everything else they do. So I just feel really blessed to be a grandmother. I really love your book, My Super Grandma, uh, Markazak Mago. And from Germany, how do you celebrate Christmas. Is there snow there? I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm actually excited for the winter here. Like, uh, first time I experienced snow here was back in 2016. So that's like, uh, that was almost February. So it was um, winter season. So kind of like very excited seeing first time snow here. <laughs> and you have family in Canada. Yeah, in and, Canada also, and, and yeah, and that's the kind. That's the little girl that uh, the book was. Zaya, that's my niece, actually. Yeah, <laughs> it's inspired by my niece. It's just kind of like um, stuck um, the name Zaya because uh, I kind of like it, I find it unique <laughs> for a girl's name. So yeah, and and that's why you picked a little girl um, yeah. for the storybook. Yeah, and I again, you know. If you, let's see, if you had advice for someone who had a book in them, what what would you tell them? And they haven't done it yet. Um, just have a goal. I mean, fight for your dreams. If you really want to write a book, um, find a way and just 
um, never give up. Because if you want to um, make a difference, then have have this um, determination to you know write uh, your stories because you, you you don't know that some people will love it. Mm -hmm. or, or they yeah. said, my friend said, everyone has a song in them. Everyone has a story, and all you have to do is sit down and and you don't have to publish if you don't want to but nowadays it's it's not very difficult to to do this before when i started i had to purchase seven thousand books and they stored in my house and you know it was one of those things it was it was a lot of work now it's easy you know i tell some of my clients talk to text you know if you have a really great idea just get it out of yourself get it out and then you can write it and then you i always say just get it out and i think just writing in itself is so therapeutic um yeah everyone should be writing just a little bit each week about something because i totally agree with that and we should all be singing karaoke <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> next time <laughs> yeah karaoke man my kids we've had so much fun and i'm looking at my facebook uh uh memories uh, two years ago we were doing it every saturday night for quite a while during the winter and it really i don't remember that winter being so hard because we had something we gathered and we sang. And now that we can't, I guess I'll try a, a Zoom uh, karaoke. <laughs> Zoom karaoke. That would be a great idea. <laughs> cool. Well, I'll invite you to one of those. <laughs> but yay. Sure. So give, give people, how, how can they get your book? So um, check out my book, My Super Grandma. It is available in selected Amazon worldwide. I'm on Facebook. So facebook.com slash markizak that mago and instagram zaki zucchini i, I like so, that yeah. one <laughs> what why zaki zucchini yeah because when back in college um why my you know classmates are thinking about um about our name connecting with foods oh there you go so so i'm because my my name is markizak so Markizak is like the combination of two names of my grandma and my grandpa. So grandma is Marshana, so they made Mark, and my grandpa is Isaac. So they just, you know, combined the two names and boom, Mark Isaac. <laughs> okay, so I was like, I was wondering about that. I'm glad you, you told us that. Well, also give some uh, contact for your nonprofit, just the Facebook or? Ah, okay, so the Inc. Um, Society, so it's in the my facebook page also i am always you know very active on my social media so yeah i communicate with my readers so get involved get engaged and i'll see you there <laughs> thank you so much and i will keep you in mind for my my online karaoke <laughs> I'm looking forward to that, Dina. Awesome. Thank you so much. And I just want to remind everyone, you know, wake up each morning, look up, count your blessings, set your intentions for the day. Mine is, you know, stay in the present moment, uh, spend time, quality time with friends and family. Um, and I also ask for like little wings from the universe, little gifts and miracles that, you know, that they know we're here and lately i've been getting so like a t-shirt or someone wants to buy me dinner and it's just a funny little thing that i feel like when you pray and and you look up that they're on your side so you know keep doing that through these holidays i also will be doing now i did reiki one on zoom and that was a lot of fun i'm doing um sessions on zoom 
and I've been doing some chakra readings with Zoom. So it's been really interesting for me, and it's so brand new, but I really enjoy seeing someone's smiling face like Mark right now. And uh, I just invite everyone, if they want to reach out to me, it's Dina at Dina-Marie.com. And again, I invite you back next week for more people, places, and activities that will lift your spirits. Tell me this don't feel right on time Yeah, I'm the hope I know you're weary, just leave it all behind If you see it shine Go on, grab a hold of it, yeah, 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 yeah If you see it shine Everything you need for sure. And the hope. I know you're scared, just follow my lead. If you see it shine, I go on grab a hold of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you see it shine. Goodness shines like a white light.